Kim Song. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. We're not... Uh, there's very minimal um, of the character sex pistols this week, so we definitely won't be... They are there. Like... What's the voice? Please stop looking at me, please. That's a Sex Pistols voice? The Sex Pistols. Oh, we will have to come up with a new voice for Diavolo, so maybe. Hello, I'm Diavolo, and I'm normal. I'm not Dio, I'm different. I look like a man. Dio, too. We, ha- we haven't started yet. You have not. No. Get, get your spray on. Get your spray on. You got a package in. I know it's my cool new uh, workout shorts. Fuck yeah, it's gym time. They're They're actually like poop in them. They're just like athletic shorts. For comfort. And dryness and Nike. Oh, you're wearing your huge huge basketball shorts? I am right now wearing my huge basketball shorts. Oh, me too. I will will probably be rocking them the entire time that you and Kim are here, so. Perfect. I know what to bring (laughs) for myself then. Yeah, this is a a no-jeans zone. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Snake couldn't be in here. There's no jeans. No jeans allowed. All right, are you ready? I don't. Kim, I don't think anyone's home right now. No, I'm doing the. I ran. I started the dishwasher. Okay. Because it was destroyed. I'm about to take a big old doopy. Nice. In the bed on your pillow. Cold open. <laughs> Cold open. <laughs> <laughs> Episode seventy. Big old doopy. Yeah, our biggest, our biggest podcast yet. Finally, episode seventy, we did it, and we then... finally got a doopy out. <laughs> got a doopy. My name is Doopio. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Yadi Yadi Boys, the official JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast of the anime of the manga of the Hiriko Araki. I'm your host, Eddie Colosso, also known as Polnareff Thrower. Mm-hmm. And with me, as always, is Rick Sokolsby. Fellas, I got mm-hmm. one question for you. Mm-hmm. Is a turtle a room? Yes. Next question. That's it. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask, what if we kissed at the Roman Coliseum? <laughs> On the what, second floor. Yeah, what if we all fell asleep and we woke up at the Roman Coliseum and we were different? And we switched bodies and then we kissed. Yeah, what if we all did Scooby-Doo 2002 film and then we kissed? That did happen in that one, huh? Yeah, and they pretty much did the same sort of caliber of jokes on this one. Let me just look this up real quick. If you just wanted to watch Matthew Lillard talk to, like, a basketball? I want to find out the release date of the Golden Wind manga. Oh, okay, 1995. So Scooby-Doo stole it from this. That's true. Scooby Doo. There was Scooby Doo was invented in two thousand two. Yeah, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is unfortunately not Scooby Doo two thousand podcast. This is yeah. Doo's Bizarre Adventure podcast. Golden Wind, JoJo. Um, what did you think of these episodes? His name is Diavolo. His name is Diavolo. His name is Diavolo. I. So here, I like them. Here's mm-hmm. my thing: is that this was another episode where people were hype out of their minds about and even mm-hmm. before as i was watching as i was getting ready to watch the final one i did see you say that oh this is why part five is good now the end of it i was just mostly excited about fucking diavolo running and summoning sticky fingers <laughs> hey that was <laughs> that was that was fucking sick <laughs> that was just fu- full force sprint non-stop action <laughs> fuck you yeah it was good sticky fingers i'm diavolo and i'm summoning it Hello, I'm Diavolo, and I wear normal clothes like Giovanni from Pokemon. Here's my thing. Diavolo looks good. I like... uh, Yeah. You don't think he looks good? I I don't like his ladybug polka dots on his hair very much. That's my one thing that I don't really like. Oh, my thing was kind of his his chest garment. His his sort of Christian Cage 1990s mesh shirt. Yeah, that's my one issue. Otherwise, I think he's okay to look at. But, like, Bruno has, like, the basically that, but it's a tattoo on his chest, right? But he wears a cool jacket over it. So you just think Diavolo is, like, too sexy and needs to, like... He's too... You're, like, you're shaming hot. Diavolo for... I am. For I am showing too him. much of his skin. He's showing too much skin, yeah. That's my problem with him. I think he looks good. He's only wearing one belt, so that's good. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, one second. Oh, what was that? Ooh! What's, what's on the report for today? It's Key Lime LaCroix. 
Ooh, okay. Is that that must be a regional flavor? It's a uh, yeah. My local Target has lime and key lime. Ooh, I guess because uh, Key West. It says new on this one. Very unhealthy today. It says sunkissed strawberry lemonade soda. Did you run out of your San Pellegrin? No, I, I have that. I'm just saving it for a special occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had one while I watched the episode, so I could feel like I was really in Napoli. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Definitely tastes like a strawberry lemonade soda. Yeah. Yep. That's good. I'm happy for you. Uh, episode 33, His Name of Diavolo. His Name of Diavolo. Did you notice that when we met Dapio, it said, My Name of Dapio, but now it says, His (laughs) Name... His His Name name of Daviolo. His Name of Diavolo. (laughs) Different people. That's true. Can I... Now we'll get to it later, but there's there's some some Dapio Diavolo shit that is just impossible to comprehend. But anyways, we'll get there. Now you're beginning to understand why I said that... The Secret uh, of a Dapio? No, the the end of part five was extremely confusing with bad translations. Yeah, I guess I can kind of see that. You can kind of start to parse where that... that and I guess how it might be it. sort of hard to understand who Narancha and who Giorno is when sort of their bodies are different. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's let's get into it. This one just starts, remember, um, Seko and Mr. Chocolate are in the garbage. Yeah, Bruno they died. Went, they went to Trash Hell and Bruno's dead forever. Uh, but there's a very nice little boy named Adapio, and he's helping him <laughs> across the street to the Coliseum. Have we talked about Adapio's freckles on this show yet? I don't believe we have. He's got little freckles on him. He's very cute. Let me see, Adapio freckles. I've been looking at Diavolo for the last five minutes. I'm gonna pop over and look at some of these. Just tab over. People also search for my name, Adapio. My name, Adapio freckles. He's got them. <laughs> uh, I di- so Bruno is extremely normal and he can see and he f- he can feel. Um, my favorite thing is like through this whole s- uh, like Dapio knows who he is and he's like oh I want to kill him but I can't kill him yet because I need to see like the plan where he's going to- for what they're going to do to Basu. And he's like this guy. I I just like the kind of disguise of him just being like oh I'm a little boy I'm a little Dapio that's what he says. But so he's like oh hello sir you seem to be in bad shape can I help you? anywhere and bruno's like yes take me across the street to the coliseum like this guy is dying on the street and just like should i call you like an ambulance yeah he has like no more hand meat on him and his face is melting off and he he's just like no just let me go to the coliseum okay i like it so why is this is just me forgetting i think why is dabio being mean why isn't he just like a nice kid why is he helping boss uh, because uh, the the boss and, and Dapio is the same person. So you're saying boss and Dapio duo? I'm I'm kind of saying there might be a, a combi. You're saying Diavolo Dapio combi. That's exactly what I'm saying. So we don't get a song about it. So but. Diavolo wanted to make a Horcrux to protect himself, so he made a sweet little freckle pink boy. Mm-hmm. He made light pink boy. And- he made light pink boy to protect his true identity. Because no one will suspect this little cherub. Yeah. Did you notice? And the, there's obviously much more to talk about in the next episode's intro, but I did notice this time that King Crimson Epitaph is in his hair in the intro, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. We like it. I like to see the... I like the little face. I think I was harsh on it at first, but I think it's fun now. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny to just um, have a little face. So... Anyways, Bruno Coldhands, Dapio notices... Uh-huh, Bruno Coldhands, and he's like, oh, I'll, I'll spend the next 25 minutes helping you across this this one street. <laughs> so the, they, they, I guess they go across, and as uh, fucking Dapio sees Mista just, like, staring he's at the wall. He's feeling the Coliseum wall for no reason, and then yeah, he he's fucking just like, yeets Bruno behind a wall. He's like, oh, nice, I like the touch. Um, so, so Mista clearly sees this, like, little boy with Bruno... And Bruno gets thrown behind the wall, and then Dapio goes back, and he's like, oh no, what do I do? Uh, but he gets a call from the boss. <laughs> and he's doing his fucking, like, But luckily, Bruno's eardrums are exploded, so he can only hear certain conversations when the plot requires Right, we don't learn what's going on with sort of Bruno's perception yet, I don't think. But it does make me laugh to hear... Dapio like frantically doing the sound because he doesn't want it right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like even Anti- angrier and higher pitched. Why? Is, why am I getting a phone call right now? I'm in the middle of an important <laughs> mission. 
Anyway, uh, he answers the phone, and the boss is there, and he's like, listen, I'm going to pull... I read the script. So I'm rewriting the script right now. Um, <laughs> he Bruno says heaven's can, door. He says heaven's door. Bruno can only sense souls, and I'm giving you my soul, which is just like Trish's soul, so you can look like Trish to him. Well, like, your and soul then, probably smells like your dad's. Uh, you don't think so? I mean, so if this was the case, it would be very easy for me to lie, because, say, my dad... So say I was escorting Mr. Vucciarati across the street, and then suddenly my dad was there, uh-huh. and he'd say, "You're not, you're not that boy I was just talking to." And you're not my say, excellent son who I love. And he, and then Mr. Vucciarati would say, "What's going on?" And he'd just be like, "What's what's wrong? My name is Ed, my name is Eddie." <laughs> That's what he would say. And Bruno would be like, "Damn, it's true. You are the same person." Uh huh. And then you're frantically trying to catch a barracuda, but you can't do it. I can't do it. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm trapped in my dad's mind. I'm in his fucking. What's it from Get Out? Like the dark place. You're in the sunken place. I'm in the sunken place, like trying to catch a barracuda with my bare hands. Yeah. But I just fucking can't do it. It's hard. The fish are inside their rooms. Uh-huh. Um, we get our first like. Uh, it's not kanji. It's like katakana. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, we get a, like, a... So Bruno sees Dapio in the shadow, and, he, like, he turns into Trish to Bruno, but we get, like, a rumble mm-hmm. thing, which I feel like we haven't seen a lot of in this part. We haven't part. seen rumble. Always ominous. Very little rumble yeah. in my memory. But we say, thank you, Araki. This makes sense, and we love it. Yeah, so um, it's... So Bruno says it's real Trish talking on the phone, and Bruno says, hello, regular Trish. Did you see a, uh-huh. a regular pink boy anywhere? And she says, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Anyway, I'm, I'm uh, Trish. Let's go. And then <laughs> she says, "My name is Trish. Let's go." My name is Trisha. And don't does uh, Mister ever like approach them? He well, he stops feeling the wall for a little bit, and then he walks forward. And Bruno's like, "I think I'm gonna walk across this road now." And then Dapio gives him the choke slam from hell and sits him back <laughs> down. Uh, but he but after that, when they go to the coliseum, Mister's never like, "Hey, what's up with that little boy?" Yeah, I don't think so. Because yeah, after this, get- this is where Bruno's telling normal Trish that like you can come live in my small house in Napoli and not marry me. There's a school. He's like, I have yeah, I have a small house in the suburbs of Napoli, and there's a school, and there's like breads. Also, like and- Bruno is acutely dying as he's saying this. I didn't consider that. <laughs> yes. But he's like, yeah, once this is all over, do you want to come live with me in my cool villa? I thought he just said like you can live there. That's true. I- it just seemed like he was like, there's a school nearby. So their family can be raised there in the future. Can you fucking imagine, like, going on this adventure and getting a stand and fighting your dad mafia boss, and then, like, two weeks later, you're just like, I think I'll go to school now. (laughs) Like, I think I'll take class. I think I'm gonna take geography class normal now. I think I'd like to learn algebra. Yeah. She might. She has, like, Yeah, she has math all over her. her. She has math all over. She likes it. So maybe she would. Maybe she invents math. Maybe Trish invented. <laughs> she just liked the symbols, and then she's gonna figure out what they mean. What they? Yeah. Um, we should also say that as they're going upstairs, so uh, Dapio, the boy, normal, is carrying Bruno, who's dying and melting, and he's Meltman from Action League now. He's carrying him, and Dapio is still holding the phone up and getting yep. yelled at, <laughs> and just like going back and forth between pretending to be Trish to to Bruno, and then being uh, I'm a Dapio on the phone. Yeah. It's very good. I love, uh, I mm-hmm. genuinely, I'm, this show is making me realize that one of my favorite, like, villain things is when they're stressed and their plan is going wrong. Like, I, I have, uh-huh. a, I have a place in my heart for Dio just reading and everything, everything will go perfectly. Pet shop, go be a bird. Uh-huh. But I love it when the villain is like, I don't know who that is. Do not look at the stairs. Oh my God. I love yeah, that. Yeah, th- we need to, we need to, I need to think about this. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> look. Oh shit. Okay, look at Bruno's uh, eyes to see who it is in the reflection of his eyes. Use your very strong child eyes to look in the reflection of Mr. Bucciarati's <laughs> dead zombie head and see who's up there. Um, and then uh, we just... It's... Uh, fuck off, Polnareff. Yeah, he's here. He says stop right there, and his voice is deeper now. His voice is deeper to show, to show the time, the time has time passed. Is, he's wearing a scouter to show time <laughs> has passed. Is that what that is? No, he, he we see in his like flashback... Yeah, he but used to have, like, gets, it was, like, normal glasses, but then he sort of got hot dog style chopped his eye, sort of. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oops. So now he just wears a cool lens in front of it. So in this scene, Bruno does say, I only met Trish a few days ago, which is kind of wild. 
Yeah, forgot about that, huh? Like, Mr. Pericolo's body is probably still warm. Because it is, like, every time something major happens, they're like, okay, we need to head to Venice right now immediately. Like, it makes sense that only yeah, a few I guess, days Yeah, I guess Italy is pretty small. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, Polnareff is up there, and he's like, hey, uh, this is how Polnareff talks. He's like, hey, uh... <laughs> Silver Cherry. Who, who are both of you? And Bruno's like, it's me, Mr. Bucciarati, and this is Trish, who who I just met two days ago. I love that they're both loudly from different sides of the Coliseum yelling, hey, I have a secret to defeat the boss of the Mafia. This is the boss's daughter. And then Polnareff's like, wait, who's that other person? Yeah, who's that other person? Uh, look, look at me now. And then he's like, D- fucking, we have like seven, it's like the boss and Dapio trying to figure out what to do. Uh-huh. And then Dapio, the boss is like, Dapio, just say like, uh, is there a problem with me being a girl? Yeah, botherations, she says. <laughs> botherations? In, in Dapio voice. And then Polnareff's like, no, I'm just a rude pervert. Sorry. Yeah. He and then he, say move slowly yeah. as if you're lifting up your skirt. So he's so still, he is it's pervert. good to know that he's still the worst. He's still, yeah, a horny Polnareff all the time. Mm-hmm. With his fucking binoculars on the second floor of the Coliseum. Fucking pervert. Um, but eventually he's just like, okay, let's hang out. Um, is this when we get the fucking, like, flashback of them explaining the Arrow stories? It is both the boss and Polnareff talking at different times, right? I did, I did like it switching back and forth. Okay, I just wasn't sure, but I, okay, yeah. So it starts off with the box, the boss talking about Egypt, and then Polnareff's like, anyways, Jotaro was there later. So, apparently fucking Diavolo was in Egypt. Diavolo go to Egypt. He dug up arrows, six of them, that awaken stands, and he has regular pink hair. Uh Uh-huh. And then regular right-handed, both of them, Enyaba was there. I love to see Enyaba. She's, like... She... Well, she appeared in part three. She appeared in part four, too, like in flashbacks, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe in, like, a photo, or, like, that photo of her turned to the side with the arrow. So she's one of the characters who's appeared in the most parts. Yeah, but she should. Yeah, she should. Because I for like sure. to see it. She, She's tied it. with Joseph. Um, I. So it's funny because in the Diavolo, I don't think I don't know if we've seen him yet as of this point, like when this story is being told. Right. But it's funny because in his flashback, it still shows him like sitting on a couch with like the arrow, and yeah, he still yeah, yeah. has like the Giovanni turned away silhouette. <laughs> yeah, like that's not how he looks. He's he's father from Kids Next Door, and he's normal. He's normal. I did. We did get to see young Jotaro after all this time in part five style, which rules. Mm-hmm. It actually looks super good. And I'm like, oh, it, it a looks, normal boy. It, it, he looks good. Yeah. Like his. Which I want to I want to go back to like the first episode or whatever, because I'm pretty sure he was still drawn in like part three style when he's talking to Koichi. Yeah. He looked so. So we should talk about that, right? <laughs> about how Jotaro is in part five. Just that, you know, so Polnareff never told Jotaro what happened to him? I guess Or Jotaro just didn't mention Polnareff to Koichi or anybody. And he was like... It's kind of a thing where Polnareff is like, my best friend Jotaro, but then you talk to Jotaro and he's like, oh, that, yeah, that guy. Uh, That's true, he's like, Koichi, this guy's a pervert, stay away from him. this, This guy's a pervert. Um... And it's, it's, it's because in, uh, I think when Jotaro takes out, like, the group Frodo, it still looks like part three. Right. But all we, every time we flash back to, like, part three with Polnareff, they look like sexy part five style. So I think it's Polnareff, like, embellishing his story to make everyone seem, like, sexier. Yeah. And not like they had monster truck tires on their shoulders. Yeah, they did say, Polnareff was like, me and Jotaro were investigating the arrows. We heard that there was some guy out there. So, Jotaro searched for one person. They were searching for one person. Jotaro searched America and Asia, and Polnareff yeah, searched yeah. Europe and Africa. Yep, yeah, too. They, they, this was before Jotaro got any of his, like, biology shit. He didn't know about, like, geography. He didn't know that the like world that. was big, so it wasn't. It wasn't. He didn't, they didn't efficiently plan this. Yeah, Jotaro um, was like, what's west of Asia? I'm gonna go find out. And then he was like, oh, you're I'm gonna go find out. Anyway, bye. Um, so, what happens? Then, uh, apparently, Pol- Polnareff finds out that, like, Bosu has the arrow, and he goes to, to challenge him. Mm-hmm. And he just gets fucking wrecked. Hey, man, I <laughs> think it's pretty cool the way that Diavolo says sentences. I don't know about you. 
but <laughs> when he like when he way. meets Polnareff in an alley and he says, "The moment anyone sees King Crimson, they are no longer in this world." Pretty good. It's pretty good. And then he cuts his eye hot dog style and cuts both of his shins off, and he falls off of a cliff and decides not to check if he's dead. And it's pretty good. I thought I thought the thing that he was going to do is because like. I thought he was going to say, because before, he's like, since you're, like, a formidable opponent, I'll tell you the secret of King Crimson. But then he's just like, anyone who sees it dies. Yeah, it's this. I thought, he, I thought he was going to say, like, it erases up to ten seconds, and that's how Polnareff knew. Yeah. He knows but that it he, makes sense he, that he, he fought it before, so he knows the yeah. experience. Diavolo knows that if he explained what the power was, he'd have to like be he'd have to be sitting there for twenty minutes and being like, okay, it's kind of like a film reel where like yeah. you take yeah. it and you cut it out, and then people in real time don't realize that it's gone unless you bleed mm-hmm. on it, and it makes sense. Yeah, and then Polnareff's like, ah, um, and then he explodes. It must have been in celebration of this episode, but all I think at least most of King Crimson shit is finally on Spotify. Oh yeah, so yeah. It does make you think. So I, I dipped into that uh, Court of the Crimson King. You entered the, the court? Day. Yeah. I entered the court. It was pretty good. I liked it. It's good, yeah. Hmm. Um, so I do think it's funny that Polnareff like, fought Dio, and then after he got tricked and owned by basically a guy with the same stand. Yeah. Like, pretty <laughs> much. There, when the boss fucking... Did you did you catch this uh, clever Probably callback not. to part, part three of... I don't know if it was, but... It, the way it was framed in, you think it. Um, so, so if, whatever, Polnareff dies and falls on a rock and all his body parts fall off, but he survives somehow. Um, eventually, like, the boss just starts doing time shit, and he escapes from Bruno. Yeah. And he walk. He's still, he's still a doppio when he's behind a pillar, but then he walks out and he's boss man. He's big boy. Did you see that when Bruno was on the ground, um, after a doppio left him, he looked like a thirsty little flower? I saw your posts about it. Okay, because I thought I saw it during when I was watching it, and I said, "Oh, it's good." So, so who's been it? So it's been Bruno Killer Queen. There's probably been other ones who were thirsty. Little I flowers, forgot but. Killer Queen was a thirsty little flower. It's pretty good. Yep. Um, and then the so it's Polnareff at the top of the stairs. Oh yeah, and, and Diavolo is below him. I actually have a cool him. callback in my note. Yeah, so it's like the opposite of of Dio, and he paused time and carried Polnareff down the stairs and ran back up. Uh-huh. That's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and he's just kind of, as we mentioned, an incredible, incredibly normal-looking mob boss. He takes off his shirt. He's Diavolo now, and he looks good. My name is Tony Soprano. My name is Tony Soprano, and, uh, yeah, Evil Dapio says, this is a test, I'm Diavolo now. So his time <laughs> effect, I guess it kind of has to, but it wasn't until this episode that I realized... It does affect everything in the world. It at least within an area, because like right, it, it's then because it would have to be like, like a fucking interstellar shit where it's like you you age nineteen years and then you go back to the ship and it's the same. It's, it's hard because like civilians are only implicated in things when Iraqi like wants them to be. Yeah, so like we never see them reacting to time being like shifted. But next episode, when the funny soul spirit stuff Yeah, like, there's probably somebody in, like, Chile who's like, hey, I bled on the floor two times. Ah, now it's six drops. And there has to be, like, some other stand users out there that are just like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, Like, everybody had to have just, like, stumbled over stairs in that moment. uh Uh-huh. That's that's what I'm... You know when you kind of, like, um, you're walking and then you trip and you pretend... When you're walking? Like, you look... When you're walking... And then you trip over something and you, like, look back like you fell on something, but it was just, like, you being an idiot. not knowing. Yeah, you were just too legs. smart and you stepped too strongly. Ste- you can just be like, wow, King Crimson, huh? Like, <laughs> time shifted. Weird. Oh, I'm glad I, I didn't see him. My life would be over. Yeah. Um, that we, so, uh, Diavolo does another King Crimson, and then Polnareff says the funny line of, this is impossible, I was sure there was a kid down there. <laughs> It's like, yeah, dude, you weren't, you weren't wrong. That's true. You gotta hand it uh-huh. to him. Yeah. So this is and where, then, this is where uh-huh. I started to hate Polnareff, because he bites his fingernail and bleeds on his leg for some reason. Uh-huh. And then my next note is, oh, okay, it rules. Yeah, he, he bites, like, his finger. I thought he was just, like, being a nervous him. Kira guy and grossing me out. And you're like, what the fuck was that? And, like, three drops fall or something. But then time skips and, like, there's six drops or whatever. And, and it's also knows. exactly like the OP at the beginning. Of the yeah, show. when you see the blood in there. And then it skips forward. It skips forward. So, um, apparently Silver Chariot learned, like, an AoE attack while yeah. 
Polnareff was incapacitated. Silver Chariot can do any quick time event. Uh-huh. And he spins it, he says, Chariot? And he has a big circle around him. But then the boss is just behind him in fucking perched Will Osprey position. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wow, if I was any closer, you would have uh, killed me bad. Is this so, where Silver uh, Chariot throws Polnareff into the fucking sky? It is when Silver Chariot throws, he says, Chariot? And Silver Chariot fucking throws Polnareff into Can the Can I sun. say, that sounds, ex- that seems extremely troll physics to me. He It's his own his- soul. Yeah, he could use his... So you're saying that Star Platinum and Jotaro could just lift each other up infinitely into the sky? Well, Star Platinum did throw Iggy. So I don't know why he couldn't do it to Jotaro. Right, but but it's Jotaro doing it, so he should also be able to do it to Star Platinum. It's kind of like, okay, you know how you can, um, like, Bruno could see the Trish energy. It's like how Giorno and Gold Experience spooned that one time on the train. Mm Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. I but do every, like it. every everyone. It's kind of like your standability. Like you only get one self stand interaction. Like uh, gold experience and Jorno can spoon. Yeah, if you're if you're Kira and Killer Queen, you're hiding behind like in some like shoe guy's shop, and you're holding his hand gently, and it's nice. Yeah, and and Silver Chariot can throw Polnareff very far. It's a pretty good power, I guess. Do you I do you uh, like to see it when King Crimson does like goes into space time and then chops somebody? Because I, I, I do. I, it looks really good. It looks pretty good. It's sick, like when all the ground like falls away and they're just in space. Yeah, it's pretty sick. It's sick. Um, so Polnareff is fucking flying through the air as time stops. Mm-hmm. And then King Crimson's like, well, this is it. I'm going to kill Chariot. And he does a big King Crimson swipe, but then um, Silver Chariot turns into to, to Flubber. He, he gets all wet and drippy and he runs away. And he says, retro. But then we see that the arrow has pierced uh, Silver Chariot. Uh-huh. uh-huh. My next note is just it's probably fond nothing. memories. My next note is fond memories of Part Three Return. Yeah, is there another is, like flashback? Yeah, as Polnareff's dying, he remembers the Crusader gang. Well, as mm-hmm. as I thought, Polnareff was dying. His as his body was uh, dying in a sense. He remembers everybody in Kakyoina's dead center, and it's good to see. It's good to see. But then um, Polnareff's dying because he got chopped big big time bad. It did make me but realize then... that only Jotaro and presumably Joseph do not at me are left of that, which is like, oh, it's kind of sad. Yeah, they're the only ones. Um, and then he becomes dust, and Diavolo steps on his face a little bit, because he's mean. He's mean. Uh, but then, uh, Diavolo, he's like, hey, what's this guy? Who the fuck are you? Uh, Who's this weird a, silver guy? A, a shadowy figure with a cool hat walking away, and it has, like, the arrow imprint in its neck. What if it was Silver Chariot, but it knew how to do Emerald Splash, too? No. It would be unstoppable. It would be... (laughs) Uh, We'll find find out in the next episode, The Requiem Quietly Plays, which Mm -hmm. annoys me because the original title is The Requiem Plays Quietly, which is, like, more... Yeah, yeah, grammatically yeah. correct, but whatever. It seemed it seemed like a Yoshikage Kira wants to live quietly or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but before we get to that, let's check the Speedwagon Foundation. Yeah, let's. Um, Patreon.com slash Post Game of Thrones. Um, if you like, you can donate to us there. And at $1 a month, you'll gain access to all our bonus content, such as Words and Deeds that I do with Brooks, which is about Metal Gear Solid lore. If you like um, the way that that weird silver guy looks, you might be interested in Gray Fox, who looks exactly the same. Yeah, uh, Gray Fox, as we talked about Metal Gear Solid 1 yesterday, newest episode up now. And also, Carry Me Home, with me and producer Kim, where we watch and rank every Jim Carrey movie. What's on the docket this month? Mr. Popper's Penguins. Mr. Popper's Penguins. Y'all have been talking about that since the beginning. We're all excited to hear it. I, I, and you're excited to watch it. I am kind of because I have no idea where it's going to rank. Right. Like I have no expectations. I feel like I don't think it will be, but I do Mm -hmm. think it could have that Bruce Almighty quality where you watch it and you're like, oh, it's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good. We'll find out later this month, and you can find out too. Yeah, on Patreon.com/slash/postgamethrones. Um, at five dollars a month, you can uh, send us first. Uh, you'll get a special shout out in episodes. Our newest five dollar uh, tier member is Patreon user Burgermeister. Oh, thank, thank you, you Burgermeister. Thank you very much. Um, you can send in a message for us to read. Uh, we have a message this week. Comes from Patreon user Tufster McGee, uh-huh. who says, 
The only reason I even started watching JoJo is because Brooks from Wrestling Tumblr started making a podcast <laughs> that about rules. it. That rules. And now JoJo is my whole life, and I made real wonderful friends through Pigot Family. Even though you hate and say mean things about every character I like, thank you boys so, so much for making me laugh every week and starting this awesome community. I'm not crying, you are. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Brooks from Wrestling Tumblr. That's, that's to me, more wild than, like, we had somebody who was like, hey, I've discovered Peacock through listening to Fantastic Satisfaction. Yeah. But that's, yeah. You, you, the, I did used to post community. about wrestling every now and then, and I would yell about why Christian isn't going to win the Royal Rumble every year, and everyone, everyone would get mad. Mm-hmm. I used and now to, they like to see your posts. Yeah, now they like it. It's weird, because, like, all, you know, like, a lot of people are like, oh, you're being mean to Iggy, my favorite character. And it's like, okay, but when I say that Seko is nice, everybody gets mad at me. Anyone who says Iggy is their favorite character is like the people who say the crust is the best part of the pizza. No, it's yeah, it's not. It's you're just you're doing it. You're bit. just you're being. A lot of people have falsely accused me of being like needlessly obtuse and deliberately ob- obtuse. I've learned a lot of mm-hmm. insults about being obtuse this weekend, mm-hmm. and that's Iggy to me. I'm starting to think it's Iggy to me. Yeah, it's Iggy to me. Um, and also, at the hell $5, is a room, and that's where Iggy lives. <laughs> that's his five dollars here. Abdal's in a room right now. You can send. He's, yeah, he is. You can send a request to uh, for our uh, music podcast, Fun Point, um, with an album of your choosing. Our, we're talking about Devo. We're talking about cue my name a Devo. Cue my name a Devo. Answer my name a Devo. <laughs> on next, and at ten dollars a month, you'll get special user status in Discord, and we'll create a monster for you in Fire Pro Wrestling when we do Pigot Championship Wrestling streams. Uh, also coming soon, Pigot Game Night. Um, the first game night, we still we still need to <laughs> meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Production meeting. We still need to figure out a date for it, but it's going to be uh, Smash Brothers. Super yeah. Smash Brothers. Um, no, no items. That uh, which one? Battlefield yeah, has the can... platforms, right? Yeah, Battlefield has platforms. That's the Brooks and Eddie style. Okay. You d- you did kick my ass when you visited last time, but I landed one Falcon Punch. So you did land a Falcon Punch on me. So I'm gonna chalk that up as a win. Yeah. Play. Well, it will be kitty time to anybody who wants to step up and it's and lose to my big kitty. Seeing like the two times I felt like the, the the most fear I've ever felt in my life was seeing Brooks like mouse over and hear Incineroar, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> here we go. One of the only things like I watched a lot of E3 last week. The only thing, I, had, I hadn't even considered it until I saw it, but one of the only things that I can remember is Incineroar Amiibo. Incineroar Amiibo? I can't fucking wait. That's gonna be sick, dude. I might get an Amiibo now. Yeah, you should get an Amiibo, and also Breath, Breath of the Wild 2, it's back. Breath of the Wild 2. How do you feel about Banjo-Kazooie? Are you a 90s gamer? Um, Banjo-Kazooie, I played it when I was six, and I decided this isn't fun, and then I played Mario Kart instead. But I would like to go back and play it now that I'm, like, a true gamer. Eh, like, don't play it. I don't like collect-a-thons. Have you played Donkey Kong 64? I liked that game when I was growing up. Donkey Kong maybe, should be in Smash. Then maybe... <laughs> get those long... Echo Fighters! Have the Kong, Kong family. Yeah! Get Chunky in the mix. Get Chunky in the mix! Yeah! Yeah, get Chunky in the mix! Um, what's this Patreon that comes with Post Game of Thrones? I just don't like all the noises that Kazooie makes, but that's just me. Do you like when they talk and it's like... Yeah, that's funny. It's just like when I'm trying to walk... Like, when when Mario in Super Mario 64 is walking, he's not constantly going, wahoo, unless you make him. But, like, mm-hmm. Kazooie's always like... And it's like, can I just fucking and, and, move? And then Banjo's like... So... Yeah... It's it's I I did like when they did the reveal and it was like uh, King K rules good now. Uh, also, Duck Hunt is good. It was very funny. <laughs> Duck Hunt is I liked it. Um, he, anyway. he truly vexed King K rule on that one. <laughs> Patreon.com slash post gamer threats. Uh, next episode, the Requiem plays quietly. Quietly plays part one. Uh, I liked how this one at like began with uh, Diablo just like time resume, like yeah yeah yeah. Oh, I don't know if this comes up in the show, but in in the manga, do you know Dapio's full name? I don't think I know Dapio's full name. His name is Vinegar Dapio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? it is. That's his name. What? You can't Vinegar be mad Dapio. at him. That's his name. 
It's his name, Vinegar Dapio. I personally, when I carry a child for nine months, I name it Vinegar, probably. I name it That's Vinegar. what I do. Well, well, everyone else is named fucking Chocolate and Ice Cube or whatever. Chocolate so. is good, though. Nobody's like, my favorite food is Vinegar. I, I, I can get I get like some, some bar- like a barbecue sauce. No, like this a, is my son, pizza, pizza crust. It's the best part. Like nobody does. This that. is the best part of the pizza. Fuck off. No. Okay, now I'm on you. Now you're you swayed me. Yeah, now as I'm usual. Just, thank you. <laughs> this is my son Dapio. It's we can all uh, agree on that. Um, time Excuse, resume, I'm so missed. Do you want your you want the? Is it spelled Adapio with an A? No, you just say it. No, my name Adapio. Yeah. <laughs> can, can you? Uh, can you spell that for me? No. No, have a terrible day. I never went to school. <laughs> <laughs> there's one school and Bruno lives there. And Bruno lives in it. Um, Anyways, anyway, we get, to see Polnareff, we get to see Polnareff get destroyed again, which is good. Is but then good. Diavolo, once more, he's like, hey, stop right there, regular man who's walking. What's that mark on your neck? Um, and he, he's talking to fucking Chariot for a while like he's a man. Yeah, like, just like a normal know, guy, like a security but, guard. But it is making like footstep noises. Like I didn't know Stans did that. I mean, maybe it's just the special version of Stans. It is that that would be. I'd be so fucking mad if I was like, now activate arrow, new power, and my stand just had footstep noises, but everything else. Is yeah, the it does same. the shitty Kazooie noises when it moves, and it's exactly <laughs> the same, and it can only do Emerald Splash. It can only do Emerald, <laughs> but it goes when it does it, and you like it. That it's like a fucking what is it like a gotcha game where like you get the roulette and it's like rare emerald splash fuck again. <laughs> now it would be cool if like the Sex Pistols got got that and you got if, to hear six discreet little pitter patter footsteps every time you moved. It, I I thought you were gonna say if the Sex Pistols had emerald splash and they could deflect like each individual. Oh, and they made emerald, it good. And they made it good. What that if they all had little easels and they made a picture of Jotaro Kujo's ACL and then they tore it? And they all fired through it. Yeah, and they said yeehaw, and then he was out of action yeehaw. for nine months. <laughs> um, anyway, it seems like this uh, new stand just kind of likes to walk around and hold the arrow and make everyone take a nap. Yeah, that's, that's probably it. Pretty good how um, Trish got to show her stand exactly one time against a gross meat guy. And then everybody else was like, this is a new kind of stand. Friendship ended with regular stands. Sorry, they're boring now. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye forever. Um, anyway, uh, then we get into the normal version of Trader's Requiem. Yeah. Uh, which, they're starting this pretty early, which I'm excited about. Is this more stuff where it's like, people were mad at Trader's Requiem original because it seemed to spoil shit? Um, no, because it's like, you're, he's just fighting Dapio, uh, Diablo. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought they usually do that in, like, the last two episodes. We still have, like, Yeah, it seems a little early for, like, go. the Dio, Zoardo, Oro Oro thing. But this is basically, like, the last arc. Right. Like, this is the final battle, just, there's a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and what, it's, it's so, at the part when, like, Dapio is there with his hair. He's like, concerned. He appears. fully turns in Diavolo. That's pretty good. It, it's good. And then Diavolo stops the song halfway through. And he just starts saying shit. Right, like, it's not yeah. even a music, it's not even musical. It's just a monologue where he's like, Calvinism real and it's good to me. Calvinism real. I am the will of the world and its destiny will be holding into my hand. Just shit like that. And yeah, like, at first I was like, okay, that's, that's kind of whack. I wish he would at least, like, say something that has, like, a Shakespearean verse to it. Uh-huh. Like hits, hit me with some pentameter. But then he said the sentence, sing a song of sorrow in a world where time has vanished. And I was like, okay, it's good. Okay, yeah, that's sick, dude. You are the mob boss. And there's like some <laughs> slow you. Gregorian chanting in the background. So it's not, it's, uh-huh. there's music. It's good. Um, So we come back and everyone's just taking a nap. What if fucking but Jigglypuff that, showed up, though? That would be... I was so thinking sick. like, they were doing the pans of everybody. And every, everybody was like, oh, Brooks, this episode's gonna be good. What if fucking Jigglypuff showed up, though? What if, that would be sick, dude. It'd be pretty good. Uh, so everyone wakes up. And, like, I knew what... I, I Like, I knew this event happened, but I had no memory of, like, who becomes who. Or whatever. So, like, Giorno wakes up, and he has, like, blood all over his hands. And then Trish fucking wakes up, grabs Coco Jumbo, and does a sick revolver ocelot trick. It's pretty good. And I was like, oh, wow, trick Trish is awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then we find out it's it's not Trish, because she fucking is 15 years old and grabs her, her titties and her, her boob and her vergoob. Yeah. And said, 
I don't have a dicky dicky no more. Yeah, kind of a Scooby Doo. Some challenging concepts on this one. It it was frustrating. Like, okay, it's kind of like it. It would definitely be jarring if like you woke up and you were your friend. But there's so much of it that's like, hey, <laughs> hey, look over here, Jorno. And then it's it's fucking like Narancha in Jorno's body being like, huh? Where's Jorno? Like, yeah, ugh, I feel like I would notice pretty quick who I was. Yeah, because you'd be in the enormous 17 year old of Narancha. <laughs> you'd be yeah. like, wow, I'm two years older. I'm, I'm so large now. I'm so large. Um, I was like, it, so there was uh, there was uh, Araki was like, what if I invented a Scooby Doo episode uh, for most of this? I was fucking, I had my Aerosmith eye tracker on just trying to figure out what was going on with Coco Jumbo the whole time. Because uh-huh. even when everybody goes to sleep, you can't really tell if he's sleeping or not, because he's kind mm-hmm. of a turtle and he's sitting there. So you were pulled out of this whole explanation because you were too busy. Anytime Coco Jumbo's not on the screen. Yeah, where is you're he? Thinking, where but then, like, even as, like, when Jorna wakes up, Coco Jumbo also wakes up and I'm like, good, he's involved. Yeah. But I gotta uh, tell um, you... I did it. What happened wasn't what I thought was going to happen. So, <laughs> um, I I was wondering how they were going to do this because it's just the it's like the same. So it's it, Narancha is in Giorno's body, yes, but Giorno's voice is coming out. But it's Giorno's voice actor like pretending to be Narancha. Yeah. Okay. This is where I was like, oh, I don't know these people's faces or also voice acting work enough because I couldn't really tell what was going on. Uh huh. It's it's real fun having like that character voice actor do a different character but with the same voice yeah because I, I was thinking it would just be like oh like Durancha's voice comes out of Giorno right but that would be too Giorno's, easy it's Giorno being Narancha. I very- did notice that like Narancha's face looks more like Giorno suddenly and it's pretty funny mm-hmm. that you just bring your um, bone structure over also Trish hates being Mr. because he's stinky he does, yeah he does he's a smelly boy and he's got hairy knuckles and she hates it he has hairy knuckles and he's stinky armpit um and Bruno let us be clear, for the first 15 minutes of this episode, he's just 10 feet away from everybody, like, family guy dead pose, with, like, his arm yeah, behind his back, <laughs> and nobody's tending to him at all. No, they're just like, let's watch him. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, he might be evil. Um, let's be careful. Um, but And then there's just a bunch of fucking, like, it's gross of the whole Jorn, uh, Trish and Mr. thing. Because how old is Mr.? He's at least, like, 19, right? Oh, sh- yeah. Uh, didn't even think about that. Let me just do a quick... But yeah, Mr. Uh, like, bruh, you wear a push-up bra. You wear a push-up bra and, and tight panties. Uh, oh, he's he's 18. A normal 18-year-old. Eh, don't like it. That's how they look. Um, but yeah, and then we did get the funny line of, like, if you move, spread your legs anymore, I'll kill you. Oh, right. We did, there were some funny, like, at one point... Um, Mista, like, Trish as Mista, like, reacts to being gross and disgusting and gets, like, a one-second Spongebob. Oh, yeah, I did hear that, where she just, like, does yucko sound. It's like, it's good. Yeah, it is good. Um, anyway. I uh, did also like to see when Narancha, inside of Jorno, like, tried to summon Aerosmith by doing the cool arms. And it was, like, it was, like, not the exact pose. Uh, (laughs) He was, like, doing the Randy Orton arms. Yeah, but then Aerosmith shows up, and they're like, wow, my stand is super sick. Yeah, and then Trish Mista shoots the sex pistols, and they're like, we're so full of energy, we're powered up! We're powered up, Mrs. Trish! Um, so, uh, I, I I was thinking that, like, since you switched... Oh, I guess that makes sense, because your stand is your spirit energy, so if your yeah, soul the... went to someone else, you would still have your stand. Okay. Makes sense. Um, this is where we see that everybody in the world went to sleep... There's, we see that a guy and a bird have switched places, so this is where I'm like, please, God, Bruno, be the turtle. Well, first, we see, I hated seeing Giorno use the Aerosmith scouter. Oh, yeah, I didn't like that. I was like, this is not how things should be. No. But then, and then, but it's like, um, a baby turns into the mama, and then a cop That one was funny. And then a Because it's like a grown-up crying like a baby, and the baby's like boss baby Alec Baldwin, it's funny. And then the cop says, tweety, tweet, tweet. Yeah, it, you know, it would be funny. It would be really funny if there was a guy before the episode. He's walking by the Coliseum. He's like, oh, "Hello, I am Italian farmer, and I have my uh, pigs for sale." Uh-huh. You know, and then the cop, his soul went into the pig, and then the pig talked, and he's like, "I'm a metaphor for totalitarianism, George Orwell." And then, <laughs> and then the spider says, "Some pig." 
Some pig, do you like it? <laughs> this is how pigs talk in in Italy. Yeah, I'm 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 a metaphor for Stalin, aren't I? Ah, uh, my name's Snowball. Oh, absolute power corrupts absolutely, don't it? Don't it, Gov? <laughs> I'm a tourist from England. <laughs> my name Adopio. My name Adopio. I'm I'm from Buenos Aires. My name Adopio. I'm a foghorn leghorn. <laughs> I may just be a simple southern Adopio, but uh And that's it. Uh, that's all the accents. That's what we got them. Um, so, uh, they said, they're like, okay, we're figuring out, uh, so here's, here's the rundown. Mista and Trish switched yeah. souls, and Jorno and Narancha switched. Yes. So it's like a one-to-one, it's not a fucking, like, Rube Goldberg machine of people It's trading. not like it's a like, Scooby-Doo 2002 film. Did, are there, like, several soul swaps Yeah, because Rowan Atkinson steals all of their souls with Scrappy-Doo and puts them all in a big soup, and then they all individually, <laughs> like, go into other people's bodies. Okay, so yeah, this is just a, a direct one-to-one trade-off. Um, but Bruno is still dead on the ground, and we don't know who he is. But, um, you know, we were um, disappointed that we didn't get to see the Nightman speak. We never got to hear his delightful caprice. That's but true. We, but we but... are paid paid in full because we get to hear Coco Jumbo speak. The most Eddie creature of all time. This the turtle mo- shows up and immediately goes, It hurts. It hurts, yes. (laughs) But, unfortunately, we find out that uh, Polnareff is the turtle now. I got very mad, because literally, since, like, minute two, I was like, please, God, put Bruno in the fucking turtle. (laughs) God, please make Bruno the turtle. And that's why Bruno's not moving, because the turtle's like, what the fuck, arms? Mm -hmm. Turtles don't (laughs) have those. And then, yeah, and then uh, the turtle's like, hey, what's up? I'm in extreme pain, and my name's Polnareff. Anyway, go look at my dead body. So, Jor- so Narancha, as Jorno does, like, parkour up the stairs, and he's like, yep, he's dead. He does, he does glow like Jorno does, and it's, it's like, pretty sick to see Narancha going Super Saiyan. And we just see a fucking dead-ass polder up on the floor. Yeah, just it's, melting. It's did yep, you, can't confirm. Did you notice the chart? Like, the, yeah, the, yeah. It explains, it like, Mr. Like, Trish, uh, Jorno, Narancha, Bucciarati, question mark. And then for the turtle, it literally says, Turtle Polnareff. Like, the disrespect, his name is Coco Jumbo. Please. Um, anyway, he's like, hey, uh, I'm a, I'm a turtle pulling a ref. Um, <laughs> my also, name a turtle. Me, my name a turtle. Let me explain to you what's happening. Um, I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> he's like, oh, well, my soul must have escaped before my body died, but now I don't have control over Chariot. So, anyway, let me tell you the story about when I recovered at a farm in Italy. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's like, I was looking at my famous arrow on the wall, but it fell behind the uh, dresser, and I couldn't reach it, so I figured, I have a stand, let, <laughs> let me get my stand to do it. Uh-huh. But uh, Jarrett cut its finger on it, and then all the birds fell asleep, and then I took the arrow back, and then all the birds waked up. And then Chariot got a trilby, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then and, yeah. and he almost went berserk. He almost went berserk, but I, I took the arrow back, and then he was normal again. Yeah. I do love... Um, I noticed in this scene that, like, Polnareff's new metal shins look like Silver Chariot. That's mm-hmm. a really nice touch. Yeah, it's fun. They're alike. Yeah, it's good. Um, And then... I, I, I forget who says it, but someone's like, hey, you know, like, if we take this arrow back, we might have to kill your stand. And Polnareff's like, that's fine. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm already out, folks. It's fine. And I'm like, I, God, I wish I was given permission to kill Silver Chariot. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would simply kill him. I would, even if he became his quicker form. So, uh, Turtle Polnareff explains that. And then this line is so good. He says, there's one other unbelievable and important thing I need to tell you. <laughs> um, the boss is a duo. Nice. And this is where I, I was, I was literally like, mouth agape. I was like, what? And then he explained that it's just a Dapio. It's just a Dapio, yeah. <laughs> Like you thought there were two of the same Diavolo. Yeah. And at this at this point in my notes, I like I was trying to pay attention to to the pervert turtle who was talking. Mm-hmm. But uh, number one, I was really worried because is Coco Jumbo just in a dead guy right now? I I don't know what like what happened to Coco Jumbo? I'm sure he'll be yeah, back. He'll be back. 
Um, but I do like, he, then Polnareff says, he's like, if it weren't for that kid tricking me, I, Polnareff, could have easily killed the boss. <laughs> if I hadn't been tricked by a little freckle-faced pink boy. Instead, I fucked up super terribly, and now just look at me, I'm a turtle. Mm-hmm. And this is my, this was my brain genius, uh, uh, prediction, which is, in all caps, what if Bruno is Fugo? But no, he's not. <laughs> he's, why well, always Fugo? I'm just, I think he's gonna come back. So I, like, what if Bruno's him? What if Bruno, what if, um, Fugo, when he was, like, with the gang, he told the story about how when he was a child, a boy who looked exactly like Fugo saved him and his family in a snowstorm? <laughs> And yeah. then you're like, wow, I hope that pays off later. Yeah, because he gave the snowstorm, like, poison. Poison, yeah. Um, anyway, Giorno goes up with his scouter, which is his now, and he's looking around, he's like, ah, oh, something's moving. Nine o'clock, uno signal. Uno signal, yeah. Uh, and what we see is uh, the man of Diavolo. Oh, first, everyone's, like, hiding behind a pillar or something. And then uh, Polnareff's like, ah, oh, look, there he is, Chariot Requiem. So he's just kind of naming it that now. Yeah, he was already kind of warming you up to it because, like, he only, like, Diablo, like, only said Chariot instead of Silver Chariot. Mm-hmm. But Chariot Requiem is pretty cool. Chariot Requiem. Um, and we see Chariot Requiem holding the arrow. And then we see fucking Diablo just booking it top speed down the downfield towards the camera. As if he and was I- just dying for months and he got a brand yeah. new, cool, A brand sexy new body, body that he could use all the That wasn't melting. Of- yeah. He's like, oh, I'm, this feels great. Just fucking doing round-offs and shit. He loves it. <laughs> um, and I was mad because, like, obviously, like, we already established that everyone has switched bodies. But I think it's Narancho, which makes sense because he's the dumb one. He's like, I'm gonna kill him! <laughs> <laughs> That's, and yeah. like, And Turtle's like, don't do that. Don't do that. And then it's good he doesn't because we see Diavolo running and then we hear, zip! And sticky fingers. Sticky fingers comes off and just rips Chariot's hand off. We love it. And then the episode ends. That was like so sick. Probably one of the sickest endings of of like the series. Mm. At least this part for sure. Yeah, like it it was definitely roundabout worthy. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, and maybe Um, it'll be maybe it'll be a a Kira thing where the real boss is somewhere else and a regular guy and well, fucking so, Kotaku Kurosawa or whatever. Kawajiri. Yeah, that's the one. But it's been a... St- I mean, I'm not... So I'm not... I, I genuinely don't remember specifically what happens here, so I'm not, like, spoiling. I'm just, like, hypothesizing. Yeah, you're just... It seems... What we've seen so far, it seems that it's been, like, a direct switch. Like, two people switch bodies. But, so it, it would make sense that that means the boss is in Bruno. But the boss is two people. He's also a Dapio. He's a Dapio, yeah. So we kind of need to see how that plays out. <laughs> That's how you say he's adopted in in Italy. He's a Dapio, <laughs> yeah. Um, that was really good. I, I can't wait to the next, for yeah, the next episode. It was good. Looking forward to it, yeah. Remember when Cersei was a Dapio? Cersei was a Dapio. <laughs> Because Dapio, the translation of Dapio is double. And how many babies did Cersei have in her? Double. Two babies. One from Jamie, one from Euron. Work of the week. Yeah. Boom. Uh, let's dig into questions. If you have a question, you can send it to us at yaddyyaddyboys at gmail.com or send an S to yaddy-yaddy-boys.tumblr.com. We had a few questions asking about, like, hey, how do you feel about Polnareff? Um... I like to look at this one better. This but one he, is... Unfortunately, he is... He had an extremely, like, life-altering near-death experience, and he's still a pervert, so... Yeah. I honestly... I am... Credit to Araki. I really thought they were going to do something really tasteless and ableist with, like, how he was around the stairs the whole time. And, like, or... Like, no one makes fun of him. Yeah, like, so, I was really... Like, I was really expecting, like, something really, like, collar-tuggy about that, but... Which is literally... It's, like, the lowest bar to clear, but the fact that that never came up is, like, nice, I guess. Yeah, it was... They they kept him by the stairs to do a cool Dio metaphor and not do anything really bad, which was neat. Mm. But he's still... But, uh, we, he's still bad. We, we did... And we did still get to see uh, a, a man in a... 15 year old girl's body squeezing her titty so yeah so it's still you know still some bad stuff in this one poe body's nerfic the rocky's working on it yeah he did get um, to show us handsome jotaro in like marker part five format mm-hmm. so 
Good with um, the bad. This one comes in from Anonymous, and I feel like this is something you should have to attach your name to if you yeah. say it to me. Um, it says Diavolo Obama. Huh. <laughs> it does say that, huh? Uh, let me be clear. Only uh, the results matter. <laughs> and as uh, soon as you see King Crimson, you are gone from this world. If you like your strips of film that I strip away, you can't keep them. Uh, if you like your soul, you're switching. <laughs> I built this organization and I will uh, defend it. Uh, unlike uh, I did with Passione, you didn't build that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm too little. I'm a man and a boy, and uh, <laughs> we have it. One, one. Uh, my, boy, my soul. My name is Boy Man Man. My name is Boy Man Man. Uh, and if you look at um, this boy, it looks like my daughter. So okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's my soul. Uh-huh. Diavolo Obama. Diavolo Obama. <laughs> um, Tumblr user Literal Darling asked, what do you think... See, see, I like the bravery of putting your name on this one. I respect this. <laughs> did you dig into this one already? Yeah, I just did. Okay. Uh, it says, what do you think Mr. Smells like? Haha, ha, just curious for laughs. Haha, ha, would you like to smell him? <laughs> I think it would be pretty weird and interesting. Uh, he probably just smells like Tuscan salami. Yeah, I was going to say probably like old beef or meat or something. Which, like, when I smell a cured... So, like, when I smell a cured meat, I'm like, mmm, that smell tasty. I, I want a bite of that. Yeah. But if a man smelled like that, I'd have, you know, I'd have questions. Yeah. So he'd show me the salami, and he'd say, this is for my six little people who live in my gun. I was, like, in the Lunchables aisle today. You know, you're okay. just, you just find yourself in the Lunchables aisle sometimes? Mm-hmm. The fucking Sex Pistols would love Lunchables so much. It's a perfect size. It's perfect. It's did, for okay. them. It's not for I, people. Did, did you buy Lunchables, though? Like, you today? Yeah. No, they're Cheerios or BOGO, so I got some special okay. Cheerios Because I'm thinking... I'm thinking that I'm worried that, like, if I wanted a big Nostalgia Lunchables, I feel like it wouldn't hold up. Well, yeah, if you wanted to get, like, the cold deep dish pepperoni pizza. Um, the tombstone sauce. Yeah. Was that was that your move? Yeah. Because I would go to kindergarten and I would be like, hey, mom, can you pack me the all-star hot dogs, which weirdly don't need to be cooked at all? Yeah, I'd like them cold for my lunchbox. I'm six and I would like to eat this at kindergarten. Thank you so much. And I did and I liked it. Having a Lunchables at lunch in kindergarten was such a fucking power move, but, like... Oh, it was a, it was class, for sure. But, like, you get... You would get fucking three pieces of extremely processed ham and cheese and crackers. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, no, I have a sandwich and chips and a drink that my parents prepared for And me. a nice note. And a nice note that says, uh, like, do your best in school, my son. You are my shining star. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you want to trade my dad's note? So I can have your fucking... <laughs> Do you want my dad's approval for your cool fucking... For your cool For your bowl? little fun-sized Skittles? I'll, I'll trade you, yeah. Um, anyway, Did you know I that they have, I... like, they have, like, bourgeois Lunchables now? They have... Do you know, um... What, uh... What's his name? Like, ProZD, the, like, YouTube guy. He yeah. He did, like, vines and stuff. He's like, does voice acting. He did a video recently where he reviewed every Lunchables. Oh, yeah? And, and the new ones, they're called, like, Lunchables, like, Powered Up or something. Yeah, they're yeah, fucking yeah. garbage. Yeah, they don't look so very I did, good. I did watch a man eat Lunchables for 25 minutes, and I believe the best one is still the pizza, so... The pizza's good. The one my go-to is the, the turkey and cheese stackers, because it's just, like, you, you get... It's fun. You get to make little mm. sandwiches and eat them. But now they have, like, uh, Hilsha small plates. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those, so those always look tempting, because it it's, it'll say, like... Uh, say like salami spelled in a way that isn't salami. It's like salami with a P somehow. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm like, I think I might want to get into that salami. That's what uh, only Sex Pistols Requiem can eat those. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's second form. And I always look at it, and then it's like five fifty, and I'm like, ah, I think I'll just get a pound of actual salami for cheaper than. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go for the this. three for five Lunchables cracker stackers. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah, but um, we, we anyway, can, we can go grab Lunchables pizza when you're here in a couple weeks. Yeah, let's not get actual food. Well, we can let's get that just... too. Okay, and my belly will be good. Yeah, so I can just fucking yeah, we're just, we're gonna be down. eating Lunchables at the gym. Yeah, we need the protein. <laughs> 
Yaddy yaddy boys at gmail.com. Yaddy dash yaddy dash boys at tumblr.com. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, that's this episode. Thanks, Jojo. Alright, well, I'm not on you, are. Goodbye, Jojo. And as Solid um, Snake says, Semper Funny. Semper Funny. We'll see you next week on Fun Point. Two weeks for uh, Yaddy Yaddy Boys. Stay tuned to P Got Feeds for the announcement of uh, Game Night. Which yeah. will be soon, trademark. Yeah, we're gonna keep doing shit. We, we love it. And we do love it, personally. Personally, yeah. I'll engage with the community if I must. <laughs> I'll do my duty. Uh huh. Great or small, we must do our duty. A fool is a room. Good night, everybody.